What's up, guys? Can't wait to bring you guys this episode that Adam and Abe and I recorded going into Gridlife Midwest Festival, which begins tomorrow. So super excited. It is the fifth year for the event, and it's going to be larger than ever. As you can tell, I'm already in my announcer voice. Adam and I will be announcing the full weekend event at Gingerman Raceway. So make sure you listen to the show so you can hear what the format differences are going to be like. And you might hear about a few cars that Adam, Abe, and I are excited to see brought out. It's going to be a good weekend of buddies, of great competition, and right now it looks like it's going to be great weather as well. But before we get into the show, I want to drop in this quick driving tip from pro driver Robbie Foley. This tip is brought to you by Apex Pro. You'll hear Andrew Raines from Apex Pro interviewing Robbie Foley. And if you stick around after the show, it'll be a uh, we'll drop in a brief bio of Robbie as well. So you can get a better idea of who he is and uh, where he comes from as far as his racing career. All right, Slipping listeners, we've got some more uh, track tips this week. Again, I'm here with Robbie Foley, uh, and I, I want to ask Robbie, um, so what, what was your light bulb moment? I know I had one when I was driving. What, what was that for you? Yeah, I think uh, early on in my career, I was I always struggled to overdrive the entry of the corner, um, and why? Once I figured out why that happened, and really the 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 light bulb or the light switch was when I figured out how my brake release actually helped transfer weight and turn the car. Um, mm. You know, a lot of people talk about and you know a basic level of driving. We're looking for you know, slow and fast out a good exit. But as soon as I could roll the speed that I wanted to to the center while also getting a good exit is where I really found a lot of time and where I really transformed my driving and helped me in driving all sorts of different cars. Um, and, you know, that's a... Yeah, but you can apply that to everything. Everything, yeah. Brake release is, is, is something that was kind of a light switch to me and how I actually used the tire to its maximum. Um, what you were know, you driving when you realized that? Like, what uh, car were you in? Uh, it must have been 2013 or 14 when I was driving Skip Barber MX-5. So uh, yeah. it was a you know an NC uh, MX-5 Cup car, a little bit different than the actual MX-5 Cup car, but pretty so you know soft and slow momentum. Yeah, you know pretty good. But something that a lot of people probably yeah drive right. right. You know, Spec Miata would give you this a similar kind of a thing, but this car a little bit heavier. Um, and at that time I was driving on a street tire. So this, this slip angle you had to achieve was, was different in, in just how you transferred weight and how you loaded the tire. And that all came for me with brake release and how I could actually just like turn the car with how I get off right. the brake. You could hardly yeah. turn the wheel. You just, you know, you would, you know, flick the car to the left a little bit and how you came off the brake dictated how you- Right, that, that made the whole corner work or not And for work. me that, you know, how I transfer weight and use the tire was a, a light switch for me. In, yeah. In my something, something I hear a lot of people say is any, anybody can relatively quickly and easily learn how to use the throttle when you're exiting the corner. Everybody knows how to power slide on the exit, right? It's pretty, it's pretty intuitive to the male disposition for the most part, right. and really just humans in general. But um, it takes another kind of understanding to be able to manipulate the slip angle of the car on corner entry yeah. because it's much riskier. Off the brake. Right. Turning. And so that probably that component of understanding the brake release came along with a confidence level of 
now your vision is probably further ahead than it right. has been in the past year. Yeah, yeah all those a combination of all that stuff, how your feet and hands and eyes work together. Right. Cool. And of course, you can find out more about Apex Pro at apextrackcoach.com. All right, now let's roll that show. Good all enough. Right. Good enough for the girls we date. I am I am rolling. We date. Yeah, actually, all three of us are married. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That should be the name but, of this episode, Married Guys Talking About Grid Life. It's a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> every, every time we did some half-ass work on a car uh, back in the day, my buddy would say, hey, good enough for the girls we date. And so it's just been part of my lexicon for 15 years. I actually kind of like it. Lexicon, yeah, that's uh, a big word for Adam Jubay. Lexicon, baby. Where'd you learn that one? Um, it it wasn't in I, South I, I Holland. I got all them words. Baby. I got all them big, big <laughs> did, words. Did Emma teach that one to you? Yeah, man, he taught me. He taught I did. Me. I did start up the Fraser for for Emma yesterday. She thought it was so cool. Oh yeah. Wait, stop! Yeah. Stop talking! Stop talking! What? Stop talking! Why? This is good stuff. We're gonna start recording. I thought you were recording. I am, but we haven't started. You've started. I haven't started. Okay, do the intro. Okay, you ready? Yes. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, everybody, to Slip Angle Show. I'm Austin Cabot. I'm Adam Javay. And nice long pause, we also have... <laughs> Abe Schmucker. What's up, Abe? Hey, man, Abe's, Abe's part of the show. He's been on, like, five of the last six shows, I think. He has. Semi-regular. Well, I, I do yeah. think Abe and I talked after uh, after we recorded with uh, Brock Yates Jr. I think Abe might become a little bit more of a, uh, a staple here on Slip Angle Show. Well, it, it would be easier if we had three of us, especially this time of year when things are getting crazy before a big event. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As you can tell, I'm I'm super excited to record today because it's been a while. So you'd almost yeah. think I've just been like stuck in the RV, not talking to anybody. That's how excited I am to talk to people. It's sort of what you've been doing for the past <laughs> month. Oh, dude, it's been great. Uh, yeah, and the I are tricky part sick. is uh, trying to coordinate three time zones. Yeah, it, it is three time zones, and uh, Skype is a pain, but that's what we're using today. And if we don't step on each other too bad, I think we'll do fine. But it'll work okay. Um, yeah. So what's going on, boys? It's uh, it's been a little while. We uh, I don't think we put a show out in uh, in a couple weeks. I think I'll put one out that would have come out three or four days before this one airs. Uh, so yeah, surprise, we're kind of back it's grid life yeah, season yeah. I, I don't know I, I got a i got a bunch of shows to record this weekend because i'm going to a wedding in georgia oh yeah you're going to our buddy mike taylor's wedding right yeah he's he's marrying uh marrying tina finally I'm making her an, making her an honest woman finally <laughs> and he's getting married at amp atlanta motorsports park uh and he's hosting a, a private track day beforehand for uh, the people in the wedding <laughs> that's pretty much the coolest wedding ever no, it's going to be rad. The, the wedding's at the track, and uh, yeah, so I'm driving uh, driving a bunch of race cars. I'm flying down, but Brad Adams is flying down, and uh, yeah, a bunch of uh, bunch of buddies, a bunch of road race autocross buddies and grid life buddies, and you know, people so from the south. Did I? You just said you're flying down. 
Yeah, I was going to drive, but like it's like three days before I got to go to the track yeah. for Midwest Festival. I, I just I, don't need to do that. I thought so. you were bringing our buddy Split Time Dave's um, new <clears throat> di- dis- uh, Land Rover back. Yeah, I was gonna, but uh, Blake Meredith, uh, oh, CCA buddy, and he, yeah, he's been helping with Good Life down in, down in Rhode Atlanta. He's coming up to Midwest Festival, and his car will be broken, so he's towing the Land Rover up there. So. Nice. You know, it'd be yeah, it'd be cooler car. if he towed his car up with the Land Rover. Yeah, that Land Rover, that's not a tow pick. <laughs> it's like a 60s or 70s Land Rover. It's pretty awesome. Know. It's like a Series 2 or Series 2A. Uh, yeah, I'm actually, a I'm TDI swap. Yeah, I'm super, later super vehicle. jealous of him. <clears throat> he, he flew down to check it out and he loved it. Um, and it, I guess it's got an overdrive or something. So it goes highway speeds, which is cool. Um, but I, those things are supposedly shorter than a CRX, like by like multiple inches. Really? Yeah, they're tiny. Like it's the size of like a, like a key van, uh, like a, a Japanese K van or key van, whatever you say, like in length. I like didn't it's the size that. of the active van. Uh, Nice. Um, that thing's going to be yeah, pretty so we, sweet. And he and I, he and I talked a bunch about flying down because uh, one-way flights are super cheap to Atlanta from Chicago, like like fifty bucks a piece sometimes. Um, but there's just no great weekends that work. We were going to drive it back up uh, as like an adventure um, after I wasn't going to have a car ready to take to the wedding. So I really didn't want to drive. Uh, but then Blake Blake's car wasn't wasn't going to be ready to bring up to Good Life, so he's. Uh, Split time's paying his gas, and he's got one of them new EcoBoost F-150s with the small V6 that gets pretty good mileage, too, what so it should pal. be a good trip for him. So so is Blake just towing the trailer back empty? Yeah, I think so. I okay. think so. Well, that's a bummer. I, I really wanted to see what Blake's car would do. I mean, that's... Um, well, he, yeah, he, he, he had it built to... It's an it's a EF four-door, an 88 to 91 Civic four-door uh, with... Uh, anybody who was at Grid Life South last year probably saw it. It's, it's got a crazy awesome cage, um, and the driver sits way far back. Um, <clears throat> and the motor that was in there, he rebuilt and then just dynoed it, and uh, he sold the motor, and so like, he's selling the tune and everything with it. And then uh, his new motor won't be done in time. He's he's dropping down to a 1.5 liter um, to drop some weight, I think, and uh, to allow more freedom in like intake induction. So I think he's going dual carbs again. So should be should be really wild with dual carbs. Yeah. So what should what motor was he building recently? Where I saw his his daughter was like helping him rebuild it. Oh yeah, that's uh, I guess that's an engine. That's a D, that's a D sixteen A six an SI motor that uh, they're putting into her car. Okay, he was going to put that head in his car for Grid Life, but it just didn't wouldn't have time. But um, yeah, that that was for like a class science project or something for yeah, her. She's what, she's like thirteen or fourteen or something. Yeah, yeah, they're they're building the F Civic for her too. I think she's yeah, I think she's like fourteen. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty she used cool, to autocross cars and stuff too, right? Or still does. Yeah, I think so. They, yeah. they have a card. I've seen a bunch of pictures of her driving it, so I think they autocross it. That's so rad, man. That's that's the future Emma. Yeah, I hope so. Emma yeah, Emma digs the Fraser, which by the way, I got running. Yeah, you so. sent me that video the other day and I was like, Oh, <laughs> yeah, this is so awesome. Four or five days ago, yeah. It uh I built an exhaust over Memorial Day weekend. Um so that's mostly done. Uh, it, it all has to once I get all the little fab work done, it's gotta come back out so I can finish weld the mounts in the engine bay. Um, and then put the baffle in the pan, which wasn't quite ready by the time I was ready to set the motor in. So 
and just got to come out one more time, but it's a pretty quick process. But yeah, the wiring works. There's no codes. It runs. Nice. I can even get a new throttle. The throttle throttle's a little sticky. The throttle cable's got too tight of a kink in it. I got to get a throttle cable. Are you doing the, the double-sided throttle cable like a lot of motorcycles have, where it has the two? Um, <clears throat> no, there's no great way to do it. Hmm. Um that I can think of uh, unless I made my own gas I mean, pedal. I could almost, but, yeah, uh, I could almost see like a, an actual throttle down by where the pedal is and you connect a rod yeah. to it and you push on it and it just pushes the throttle. It's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, I, I wonder could, if I the totally throttle cable is the, is the, would be long. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be long enough. I'm standing here looking at it right now. I'm in the garage right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems to, it seems to want to snap back fine. Um, but I think my cable, which is the same cable that was on the 4AG motor, uh, the cable's just got a little bit too tight of a kink at the end of it. I got to play with routing a little bit, but okay. a lot of little, lot of little uh, things to be done, like mount the ECU, finish up the oil cooler running, because uh, right now it's not running the oil cooler, it's just running the factory stuff. Got to finish up coolant lines, so I haven't ran it very long. I've only ran it for like 10, 20 seconds at a time. But um, yeah, so getting there. Easier? I'm not super pumped about the clutch either. I want to change something with the clutch too, I think. Oh yeah, is it is it a cable clutch or a hydraulic? It is a cable, um, but right now, right now I, I have it going off a lever, which is on the shift shift lever, and I'm going to try it like that because uh, on the track you don't really need a clutch. Yeah, you just need it to I take just, off. <clears throat> yeah, you just need it to get going, but it doesn't quite feel right, huh. so I, I don't know. Well, a lot of trial and error. This is all new is, to me. Is the cable it, adjusted it, right? I mean, if, if the cable's not long enough, the ca- like the clutch can be engaged even when yeah. the lever is all the way out. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's disengaging yet, which yeah. I'll find out once I put the drive shaft in and all that stuff. It's all pretty easy to get to, so I'll probably deal with that stuff once the motor's in for good. So um, easier, easier, or harder than you thought it was going to be? It was harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that the thing that uh, messed me up with with wiring was like half the plugs are the same wire, so I ended up having to buy a. Uh, a uh, oh yeah a factory service manual that and and then the, the the exploded view wiring diagrams are like you need a micro you need like a magnifying glass to read them because they're super tiny. <laughs> um, so I had to buy one of those and uh, um, and then my wiring harness was missing a bunch of parts. So I bought another wiring harness, which is everything is cheap for these used. Um, so I spliced those two together. Um, what else? Uh, I couldn't get it to start and it had no codes. And I figured out that it wouldn't start because there wasn't fuel because I thought, oh, cool. I can just look down the throttle body with it cracked and like crank it. Um, and I didn't see the fuel spray. In, and then I found out that my fuel pump was sucking air. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't getting a prime because there was a filter in front of it. So I, I got that hard, hard plumbed right into the cell now. And, uh, just had the last line made for that today, but yeah, just a bunch of little projects. Got to fix the rear axle. I found a crack in one of the shock mounts. I got to fix that. And, It'll probably be ready by Good Life Autobahn. Nice. So, yeah, that's like that's the weekend both before July 4th. Let's let's not forget, though, you have another car, too, that it, it sounds like you really haven't touched in a while. No, I haven't touched that since I really delved into the, the Fraser Deep. <laughs> Got the, the EF hatch race car. But I do have our boy Richard from England coming over for 10 weeks. Yeah, he's coming and over he's for, gonna, for 90 days, he, literally the limit yeah. of his, his non-work yeah. visa. He's staying the whole yeah. time. Yeah, homeboy's going to be bored uh, if I don't give him an EF to build. So, (laughs) (laughs) 
he'll he'll uh, he'll be he'll be staying down by me a bunch, I think. Um, and uh, I'll probably just pull the RV over to the car shop next to it, and then just say, "Hey, Richard, you can just live here." Well, that's a that's a plan, <laughs> dude. Like, what if back in yeah. the day, you know, there was an indentured servitude where people would pay for people's flights or not flights, mm-hmm. but their you know their passage over in exchange for yeah. them working? You should just start doing that. And then, and then eventually, maybe he can just marry my firstborn if he works for me long enough. You know, like in Bible times. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> no, it. it uh, hopefully, it'll be a fun summer building cars and doing events. And he's going to help us at all the events. He's coming right before Midwest and leaving right after South Festival. So he'll be here for, for all the uh, all the summer fun. So that'll be cool. He's and and he heard about Good Life from the podcast from the show. Yeah, like a. He's a diehard podcast listener, and he listens. He's turned me into a bunch of auto podcasts, also. Oh, really? Um, but uh, yeah, a bunch of like drag racing stuff and like engine tech, uh, power and speed, which is like is, kind of kind of drag racing. But is drag racing like cool tech is drag racing big over in in England? I don't know. Richard Richard's just really into into tech. Yeah, uh, just anything. Minutia, the minutia of like building cars. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's a pretty good fabricator, so we'll uh, we'll have we'll have some fun, I think. But yeah, anyway. I think so. You um, need to take him up to uh, you need to take him up to David Calzada's and let him play with the CNC for parts for the uh, for the EF. I I, uh, I might uh, I might be pawning him off to Calzada if Calzada oh, yeah? needs him because yeah, because Richard's a really good CNC operator. Yeah, so. no, he is. Yeah, and uh, Kamiata might be buying another uh, hot so mill. For those of you that uh, you know might be new to the show or just don't remember, um, Richard is one of our listeners from England that last year flew over for Gridlife Midwest. He was here for like a week, week and a half, and yeah. you know, like none of us had ever met him before, but he just he fit right in. Yeah, it, it was well. We had been talking a bunch, you know. Um, via via text or facebook messenger and so it's like he it's like you get to know a guy and then like yeah that's exactly the dude that i want to hang out with yeah no absolutely (laughs) yeah he's he's uh he he worked hard at good life midwest last year and i think he's excited to uh to 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 work at all these all these weird events he's nothing like like this over there for him he's literally uh, the the 90 day span starts like right before grid life midwest and it ends right after grid life south yeah, he's leaving like the next day and coming the day before. So it, it, it worked out well. Our schedule worked out just about perfect. But that kind of kind of creeps me out that our schedule is like condensed into ninety days. I know it's, it's crazy. Like, well, it's nice days ever. at your calendars, uh, but it's freaking full, man. Week, we've got like we have an event every three weeks until October. Something yeah, something crazy blows. like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, my, my uh, wife, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. Austin's got an event like every weekend because he works for another event company. Too. Yeah, I'm pretty between that and vacation. I'm booked up solid through like October. Yeah. Speaking of vacation, you took a vacation in the RV. How'd that, how'd that go? Good. I, I took two. So Jessica went to Atlanta for five days. So I just took the dog and we went up the coast. Um, that was a bunch of fun. So kind of got to test everything out, make sure all the systems worked, figured out how everything worked. And then uh, this past weekend, we went over to Phoenix. So we camped on BLM land every night. So I didn't pay for a single campsite for three nights. And uh, yeah, I got to have a a good time and see a lot of good stuff. Yeah, we we went camping two weeks ago also. And I think you were out with the dog then. Yeah. And uh, man, I love I love camping when when you're when you don't have to wake up and like do a driver's meeting and tech 60 cars. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's so nice. (laughs) It's the best. It's the best. Especially uh, when you don't have uh, anything planned for the day. And I don't know when you don't have yeah. a kid, you can sleep until like eight or nine. 
When you do have yeah, a kid, you still wake up at Emma regular time. Up at five. It's like still dark <laughs> now, and she's like, "I want to go to the beach." Uh, and, and it was raining, so it's uh, like, "Sorry, babe, we're we're just gonna make food indoors and sit here, and uh, we'll wait till the rain stops." See what you get to look <laughs> forward to eventually, Abe. Yeah, waking up <laughs> at five a.m. Your your little doctor is gonna wake you up at five a.m. You know, my dogs are jerks, so it's pretty much the same thing. Your so. dogs are so cool, you're, you're, though. No, Abe's dog woke me up at 5.45. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's why you got to yeah, close the was, door. When we stayed there for PRI, uh, one of your dogs walked up, uh, and, and we had the door. I was in the room with, with Mike Cohn, um, and uh, they're on the one above the garage. just a couple of twin beds, and the dog walks in and just uh, just nose to nose, nice wet cold nose at like five forty five. Looks great. Good morning. <laughs> I'm not even home, and I got people waking me up at five forty five. It's like, hey, I'm just making sure you're still breathing. Abe sent me up here to make sure no one's dead. I think the biggest thing I'm looking forward to about this weekend just is sleeping in on Sunday morning because we're staying like at the racetrack. Oh, are you? <laughs> it's going to be, yeah, I'm going to be sleeping till like 845. It's going to be insane. And you, you've never driven AMP before, have you? No, but it looks so good. Oh, dude, dude you're going to love it. You're going to love yeah, it what's so it much. Like? What's it like? You've been there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like a higher end Groton, if you will. Okay. So yeah. if you've driven Groton, you know, it's pretty technical. Um, but it's, it's to me, Groton and AMP are my two favorite tracks, um, yeah. on that part of the country cool. out here. I really enjoy Chuck Walla and streets of Willow. So I just, yeah. I love tight, more technical tracks. That's just me. We're going to have like the perfect cars for it too. We got our, our civic four door that we bought the one that Christian, yeah, Christian ships built. old one. Yeah. Um, and Christian's coming up for the wedding. So four of the five of us who own it will be there. That'd be pretty um, sweet. So we're going we're to session that thing. We put a, pa- uh, Mike put a passenger seat in it also. Oh, really? <laughs> I know we got Mike's race car, uh, his STL EG Civic. He just bought a newer, like 0708 Civic SI daily. Oh, really? put RE71s and brake pads on it. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, and I think he's bringing his 67 Cobra replica that his brother built. Yeah. It looks like ago. that thing was running. It, uh, it's running on seven cylinders. I think it's got a, a problem with one valve. Like it's not sealing right. Um, he hasn't quite figured it out. It might be a dead cam too. He's not sure. Okay. So, um, but, uh, it'll be there. I think they're, they're going to cruise around the track for the wedding with it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how many times he's taken trailers to amp this weekend but it sounds like at least four <laughs> yeah but i mean he lives like 15 minutes away yeah it's nice and close so nice it's really it's it's not really that bad no it should be a fun weekend though i'm really looking forward to it we're doing a bunch of shows um i'm gonna try to make an effort this summer to do like tech focused shows like ask people about you know their their project cars and get a little bit more into depth um so i'm gonna do one with christian ship about his new 911 turbo uh he bought a 996 turbo um, and then, uh, Brad Adams and I are, uh, sharing a rental car from the highway. So you'll hear his Southern drawl. That'll nice. be fun. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, we'll just see what happens. It should be a fun weekend. So is Brad coming to, uh, to grid life? Yeah, he's coming up on Sunday Sweet. and, uh, I got him slated to be the guy that organizes the craziness that is, um, <clears throat> the drift cars getting to the track because that always ends up being insane. So uh, he, he's the guy like, that's like parting the sea. Yeah. Hey, everybody, please move. We need to we need to put uh, 35 LS7 cammed cars onto the racetrack in the next three minutes. Except it'll be like, hey, y'all move. We got some skids to make. Yeah, yeah we got we to make them skids, man. It's going to be great. <laughs> 
that'll be that'll be he awesome. swears he doesn't have an accent but man it's thick yeah it's, he it absolutely is, has an accent it is pretty thick <laughs> totally totally that's what it's that southern indianapolis sound that's right so it, it, so this time this time next week because currently we are recording on a wednesday um, yeah. we will all be essentially in the process of getting to Gingerman Raceway for the fifth annual Gridlife Midwest Festival. Yep. Getting close. It's hard to believe it's already been five of these silly things. I know. What, uh, what time ridiculous. is your flight land? What were you saying? So I, I'm getting in on like Wednesday morning at like 12.07 a.m. So just a little after midnight. Oh. And uh, Nick Nick Lau is going to uh, pick me up and shuttle me to his place um, in Chicago, downtown Chicago. So I I'll, think I think Richard lands at like eleven a.m. Yeah, so. I, originally my my flight I was going to leave Wednesday morning and I wasn't going to get in until like three a.m. or sorry three p.m. or so on Wednesday, which would kind of yep. set us behind schedule if I'm riding in the RV. Well, I, I do have I do have some work planned that day. I'm going to start super early, and it shouldn't be a bad job. But I'm guessing I'm going to be working past past about one o'clock or so. So okay, I'll let you guys know that day, and you guys can make your way down, or we'll figure it out. Yeah, I figure we can we can take the trains or something. Not a big deal. Yep. Hey, Abe, what time are you getting there? Are you getting there Thursday morning? Yeah, I think so. So we're coming up from Indy to my parents' place. I think Wednesday night, and then. Um, more than likely just leaving from like South Bend area Thursday morning and just driving in. Oh. Did you buy an early access pass, Abe? I'm on, I the, sent I'm on the list. <laughs> there's so I, many, I there's been so pass. many messages on the, the grid life Facebook. Dude, it's so, so many about early access. <laughs> so many. So many. Yeah. I said, I sent everybody who wasn't riding with me, uh, passes. I think I'm sure I miss people, but um on my staff but uh just just in case of the in, in case the the gate is actually manned correctly by the time they get there they'll have a pass but um yeah it, it's gonna be a pretty intense event what uh what kind of uh what kind of uh time attack stuff are we looking forward to abe what's 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 the big what's the big thing you're looking forward to in time attack so last year at Speed Ring, we demoed or debuted the uh, R bracket battle um, format, and it was uh, seems like really well received. And uh, the drivers were into it, the fans were into it. Time Attack had fans, which is like kind of weird. Um, yeah, they were actually were, watching, <laughs> and like the people were cheering and like really engaged in what was going on, and yeah. uh, the the format worked out really well, and it made Time Attack a little bit more interesting than it usually is because, as a casual spectator, you can watch, um, you know, a, a traditional format Time Attack and not have a really good sense for the drama because you don't know the background, you don't have context, you don't have any of that. Um, but in the, the bracket format, all of that is kind of laid out and it's, it's pretty clear who wins and who loses and it's a head to head matchup. So, um, this will be the first year that grid life does this kind of format and, uh, we'll be using, uh, let's see Thursday and Friday, and then a last chance qualifier on Saturday morning to basically seed a top eight bracket for each, uh, competition class. Uh, regardless of drivetrain. And that means that uh, really, at, after the brackets are built, 
it's just head-to-head matchups uh, and uh, the the driver that's the fastest and also the most consistent with the most reliable car will win yep so like all the unlimited cars the top eight unlimited cars will be regardless of drivetrain will be in their bracket and then the same thing with street mod and track mod and street so so how many how many rounds are we going to do well we're going to do enough to finish the bracket (laughs) (laughs) well no once once the bracket is set the original bracket are we going to do you know like quarterfinals semifinals finals or or what are we going to do um yeah that's that's one thing that chris wanted to change from uh speed ring because speed ring we started with basically we started with you know whatever it was called the 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 hpd plus style class or street class um and then we we started with it and went all the way through it until that was done um and he wants to do uh basically the semifinals or quarterfinals semifinals and then the finals or whatever um so all the classes will run uh, and then at the end of the day it'll be all the final rounds so um so basically the top eight will go to four and four go to two and the other thing that I think is cool about that is that we can we have the opportunity to basically bring all the top 32 cars up into the hot pits and we basically lock them there for for bracket competition. Uh, And uh, we basically can rapid fire like all the way through the quarters and into the semis and into the finals. And so uh, we're going to have opportunity to like get people the chance to see the fastest cars in person, up close, all of that. And. I think that makes uh, makes it more interesting for the spectators and also for the other competitors because, uh, in general, if you're one of the fast guys, you don't get the opportunity to see your buddies compete because you're out in the same run group as they are. Right. Yeah. And here, because it's straight matchups, uh, time attack drivers will also have the opportunity to stand around and watch racing, which... Yeah. arguably those are the guys who are most interested in what's going on. So uh, for yeah. that, I think it's really exciting. Yeah. We get to see and who's f- actually true friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you'll know, you'll know if, if somebody's happy about a win or, or, or not. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, I thought that was something unique. We saw at speed ring where like yeah. the guys yeah, after they came off the track, even if they lost, they were super stoked. And like, even in the, the tiebreaker type matchups, everyone was excited regardless of whether or not they lost. Yep. Yeah. Basically um, for context, for the people who weren't at speed ring and haven't followed um, uh, two cars will go out that the, the eighth seed and the first seed, you know, just like a regular bracket, um, the, the bracket will dictate which cars go out basically. And then uh, the car leading wants to stretch. They'll do a warm up lap. And then on the starting their first flyer, the car leading wants to stretch the gap to win. And the car following wants to shrink it. And there's no passing. Um, but, uh, they set a, um, a reasonable gap and there's language in the rules about what a reasonable gap is. But, uh, um, and if the gap shrinks, then the car in the back wins and then they flip positions or vice versa car in the front wins if it stretches, they flip positions and then do it again, do a cool down lap and then start again on the next flyer. So, uh, and if they tie, if one wins one and one wins the other, then we go to a one more time round. So they stay out, uh, do one more cool down and uh, reverse back to the original uh, configuration the car that was leading the first lap gets to go out and lead the one more time lap. And that will be the tiebreaker. So it's basically like the last lap of wheel to wheel racing over and over and over. There's no passing though. It's, you know, it's different, but it, it brings all that, uh, all that drama of a chase 
uh, and strategy and all that stuff into well, the, the strategy uh, part, I think is really exciting or interesting because, uh, Typically, you'll have cars that make speed in different ways. And so, yep, uh, you know, if, if you have a car that's crazy high horsepower, you need to manage your gap accordingly so that, um, you know, on the main straight or the back straights, you don't catch up uh, preemptively or ahead of time and then yep. can't manage that gap accordingly. So in, in like you know, uh, in, in street class, we've got everything from like NAS 2000s to like 450 horsepower Mustangs, um, big weight differences, big tire size, you know, potentials, but uh, they're in the same class and they actually run really, really, really similar times. Yeah. They make speed fully differently, like 100% differently. So, yeah, I mean, last year at Speedering, it was really cool to watch Jackie Ding and Eric Nauman kind of go at it. The first battle, yeah, too. literally the first one battle. right off the bat. So rich, so good. Although I am, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, seeing Jackie come out. I know he's put some additional arrow on the car now, and uh, I think in the well, heat, the arrow, in the, the heat, like last weekend, yeah. yeah, the arrow was GTA. Oh, okay, but okay. Uh, Jackie's being smart and he's reading the rule books really well, and he's he's pinging Adam and I with questions pretty much all the time, and. Um, he's, he's investing a lot, I think, in also his, his driver mod and he's, he's out at the track a ton and he's doing stuff all the time. And at mid Ohio, he was like a step ahead of everybody. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so good. So good. Should be fun to watch. Uh, I, there's battles in, in every, uh, in, in every class that I think will be, potential really good battles uh even even just in traditional time attack i think it's going to be a lot of close racing um and unlimited is in flux right now we don't know who's all coming because of broken cars and schedule conflicts and and then and then all of a sudden cars aren't broken or they might not be or you know i think like we Will do all know young I, burned down almost and then yeah. didn't and now <laughs> yeah which hopefully will will shows up. I don't think we talked about it on the show. He just set the new uh, the new record at GTA at Road Atlanta a couple of weeks ago. Overall, too, yeah, not just front wheel drive. Like yeah. one one nineteen five for a production car. So it's <laughs> so ridiculous. The, uh, he set the record at Buttonwillow a, a couple months ago. Yeah, he like a one thirty seven something at Buttonwillow. It's ridiculous. Yep. And and Will was not on high boost at Road Atlanta. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what that car can do if he brings it out uh, to Midwest Festival. Does, does anyone want to speculate on what the fastest time of the weekend is going to be in Benjamin next week? Uh, if we get good weather, if we get sub 80 degrees in the morning um, and the track is good, I I don't know. If if Will's car is 100 percent, if Houghton brings a 100 percent car, there's a couple other ones who would be real close too. but um I don't know. I, it would not shock me if we see a sub one twenty time at Gingerman. Yeah, that's kind of what I was one, thinking. Actually, it would hold, still, sh- it would still shock the shit out of me. <laughs> hold on, wait, one twenty? It, it would not shock me, but it would. Yeah, I mean, for uh, for more for like a little bit slower cars, if you look at lap times between Road Atlanta and Gingerman, they're actually pretty close. They're within like two to three seconds of each other. Oh, uh, a lot of times they're identical. A lot yeah. of times they are. And and Will and James have. Uh, until this year have been almost identical with their front wheel drive unlimited times. They're within about a second right. uh, between those two, those two tracks. That's what makes me think. And, and Gingerman got new paving and three and three corners. So if the track is good. Yeah. We might have some new temperatures are good. We might have some new Hold pavement on. in corner four now too, right? For, so, for yeah. context, what's, what's our record? 
just 120 see. what is it 120 our fastest of any event we've done has been will at honda meet this their last year i cannot remember what it was but i think it was a 24 but that's not the official no. grid life record it's it's no. a 127 5 127 okay i thought it was a 24 the, the grid life record is a 27 8 by james Hunt. that's the overall grid life record too correct I don't know. Time times dropped so fast at all these tracks for Will. I, if his car comes uh, in in a hundred percent, you know, fighting shape, I have no idea what it will run. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be mind blowing, no matter what it is. I, I think we're gonna see uh, a, a record from somebody uh, in Unlimited. Um, who knows? Well, who we knows? haven't we haven't it, talked it, about it, it on the show. It certainly seems accessible for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I know we haven't talked about it on the show, but uh, James Houghton recently went from supercharged to turbocharged. Yep. So his, he, uh, his first event power, was Road he Atlanta. Also, he's fighting a lot of uh, issues with teething on the setup too, and he 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 uh, he withdrew his entry, but he also has access to another entry uh, from Eric Levine, his crew guy, whose car is not ready. Um, so I have no idea what is uh, what's happening with James. They've got they've got uh, a hard week ahead of them. So we'll see. I don't know. I think it's gonna be a fun weekend though. Um, it'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But it'll be a fun Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm, well, it's I'm very, it's very absolutely sad. amazing to me to see how fast the field has gotten at Gingerman in the last even two years. You remember in '16, Professional Awesome just kind of lit the world on fire at Gingerman by doing a 29. Yeah. Yeah. And and now we're talking about how many seconds faster than that. It's just crazy. No, I, I don't know. We'll we'll see what'll ha- we'll see what'll happen. I don't know how the pavement is for our compound cars either. Um, I've heard that uh, on some days the new pavement in a couple of the turns is a little slimy. A little greasy, and some yeah. days I heard, I heard it's faster. Um, and that's just from HPDE guys on our con- or on street tires. So it'll be hard to. I, we really won't know until we know. You know, it'll be. Um, I just said, you know, a bunch of times, you know, you know, you know, it, uh, it'll be fun. Um, if we get a record broken, that'd be sweet. If we get a sub 20, that would be, I think it's like, okay, well, we can, we just be done with time attack then. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's it. You won. We're done. Time attack over. (laughs) Um, no, I, I, I don't, I, it, it wouldn't surprise me that crazy things happen. Um, but it also wouldn't surprise me if we see 26s because it's not perfect weather. And, and yeah. it, that, that time of year is really it's hit like or 27, miss. 28s. Yeah, it, it's that time of year could be literally f- the most flawless weather, you know, low humidity, good barometric pressure. It could be hot as, you know, hot as a, you know, as the sun. Man. What's it, it been like be the so past humid. couple it, years? It, the, the past three years have been pretty decent. I think it was... It, no, it rained. Did it rain last year? One day last year? Um, drizzle a little. Not, okay. much, not much, though. Okay. But I remember like no, three it, years ago is when it really rained hot. a lot. Or four years yeah, ago. That, that was Good Life 2, the yeah. second one. That's when Nick, Nick Lau had to camp in his car and killed the battery from sleeping yeah. with the seat heaters on. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Dude, so many. I, I, towed, I towed cars out of the campground with the Gingerman truck. Until 2.30 a.m., me and Jason Shields uh, on Saturday night, because people, they were just sitting in mud. They had to, you know, they wanted to leave. And we just towed car after car after car. It was a, it was such a pig pen out there. It was yeah. insane, man. Yeah. 
and that was back when like grid life was staffed by like 15 people and so it was just kind of like hey i guess we just work until we fall over yep (laughs) that was a crazy year and that was like like three years ago when we were still kind of low staffed or i guess it was two years ago when we cruised around on the golf carts until like four in the morning like chasing people that had stolen golf carts yeah, and and at both festivals, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Up to four. laughs> I, I can't do that anymore. Though. No, I, I, feel I like can't my do it either. Wall in the last year, yeah, I can't do it. I can't do I it either, man. Up, I will not be up until four a.m. Although Abe and I had fun last year, just like you know, randomly yelling at people from the golf cart, like pulling up, making that was, them that think that we great, were. Actually. Yeah, we'd pull up and like make them think that we were mad at them, and then say something funny, and then peel off. That's so mean, guys. Oh, it was are, great. You guys, are, you guys are such a buzzkill. It was great. <laughs> that was yeah, only that was only Thursday night. City last year was was pretty wild. Like yeah. I, gonna we're I, we're going to be bigger, and I, I'm told that we're on pace to sell out completely, which is yeah, pretty for the event. We we had some walk up tickets available last year. Uh, it's looking at the projections. It doesn't look like they will be available anymore. So if you want to come, you should probably go online and buy tickets. If they're not yeah. only that, but, uh, we've talked about on track Midwest and the track battle Facebook page that for those people who are transferring tickets, um, you know, those people need to be mindful too, that they need to buy a, a general admission ticket because the walk-up yeah. sale is not going to be an option. Yep. Or be on somebody's crew crew list or use somebody's crew pass. I mean, um, and also for drivers, uh, if you're listening to this, all transfers should go through me. Uh, send me an email at adamagrid.life about transfers, please. We're really trying to keep an eye on who buys spots, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And I have a, I have a waiting list for people uh, who want to buy them, and they are approved. So send me a, an email, and I will make it happen ASAP for you. So anyway yeah time attack grid life the things that we talk too much about for for some of our listeners i'm sure it's finally here yeah uh, i think it'll be i think we need to make a little bit of an effort to do some uh some shows i got a bunch of people i want to talk to at the at the event um but another thing that we talked about doing was um a live broadcast uh on the grid life page or the grid life youtube channel uh that is basically us. It's Slip Angle Live. So that's probably a thing that will happen. Um, so you'll see things on our Facebook pages if we do that at night, talking about time attack and stuff. So. Yeah, I thought it would be a kind of a cool idea for the few of us to get together and kind of roundtable it and talk about not only what's happening, but uh, project and, and discuss like who, you know, was on the cusp of doing something really awesome or you know, what, what upsets do we expect to see tomorrow, et cetera, et cetera. And that yeah. might be a good way to, to kind of recap for those people, not at the event, like and what's so, actually some of the going best, on. Yeah. Some of the best stories can get forgotten too. Like the stories about, Hey, uh, what's his face, pulled a motor and swapped it or like yanked the cylinder head off and fixed it in the sand. And you know, all those things that we don't talk about because it's like, Holy crap, did you see what happened? Yeah. And then it there's just so many overshadowed. That happen. Yeah. Yeah. So that uh, that uh, we we need to really make the effort to try to do that uh, at least one or two of the nights. I think that could be really good. So yeah, I'm I'm really well, really looking forward to it here so that we try to try to remember. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of those kind of crazy swaps, did you guys see um, during one lap RS Motors, Andy, uh, Brandon, and Ronnie did a, uh, a 
transmission swapped like a full clutch change on their Evo with the help of Mike Dussold at uh, MSR Crescent in a couple of hours. Yeah. So seriously. Yeah, yeah I did see that. It's ridiculous. Uh, guys, uh, drive a clutch up from, I think it was evolution dynamics and yeah. they just did the swap and went out the next session and killed it. Yeah. Yeah. They would have won outright had they just been able to run their regular, how they were running. I think they would have won outright. Yeah. They had to miss us. one event. I think that kind of just put them I think behind two. Did they miss two? two? Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a three event day at that track. Oh, okay. So. Okay. Yeah. The, was, uh, the other crazy thing that happened during one lap was, uh, was Robert Thorne drove the time attack Evo or the time attack S2000. S2000. Yeah. The big bad wolf, which is also the, what, uh, SSM national champ car as well. He's won three or four national championships, uh, with solo nationals in that car and a different class every year. Uh, yeah. I know he's won at least two. It might be three. It might be four. Yeah, I think, I it's, I think it's three. I think it's two in its current configuration. Yeah, for SSM. Right. But I think he did STR, um, and I feel like he did one or two other classes too, like B-Stock, STR, yeah. SSM, and maybe something else. Yeah, it's been a lot of classes over the years. But, but that car that uh, car yeah. has such a small fuel tank in it, apparently they were having to oh, stop every, like, 50 to 60 miles to refuel it. Dude, can you imagine <laughs> doing thousands of miles with a trailer in that car and it's having to stop? so horrible. Having to stop every, like, 45... 50 minutes can you imagine having to re-weld the manifold every single every day yeah every oh. day that's ridiculous I, they must have slept him and dude they must have slept for a month yeah <laughs> the best part though i don't know if you saw originally so originally they had bought uh you know a pretty crazy gtr that they were going to be running and ended up blowing the motor like right before the event so they looked around the garage and went hey what do we have oh we have the s2000 let's take that yeah, we've got the wildest S2000 in the country. It doesn't have an air conditioner in it. So originally they had wired up like a window unit in the trunk yeah. and it put a yeah. Honda generator on the trailer and we're just running it. I, I don't think it actually ended up working well, but that's such a great yeah. idea. Yeah. I, uh, I posted that to my Instagram a couple weeks ago, but, uh, yeah, they had just like cut holes in the, the trunk deck lid and were vending the, the heat from the AC just hoping that it would go out of the, the trunk and then blow cold air into the cabin. That's so bonkers. <laughs> but at, uh, that, that, that was quite an effort that they put on. I can't believe that, that uh, you know, Robert and had, made it. Had they not had the manifold issues and missed, um, they, I, I think they were just like, they were off pace at, at an event or two. Um, yeah. and then they like lost some points in the drag uh, they were positioned in second uh, at the dry skid pad, uh, what, a couple weeks ago on the, on the last day. And it yep. was kind of raining, so it was, it was damp and it wasn't ideal conditions for a dry skid pad, obviously. And, uh, you know, if they had held their position, they would have finished second overall. But um, the wet weather uh, let Andy Hollis just, like, destroy destroy everyone and uh he came back and ended up finishing second overall and bumped amanda and robert into third yeah, yeah. so and, it, was, uh, it was kind of a wild finish for a non-eventful uh like specific competition right so like skid pad's not that exciting 
but to see that shakeup happen right at the end and have the winner decided right at the end, I thought was pretty cool. Well, what's crazy to me Very is cool. that the whole podium has some sort of connection to the podcast. So, you know, like Andy and Ann Hollis have been on the podcast before. Um, you know, Robert Thorne has been on the podcast before and has come to grid life events and Chris Lewis listens to the podcast. So, you know, it's just, it's just really weird. It's so wild. So it's just super crazy, you know, three years into this and the whole podium has something to do with, with the podcast. Yeah, it was, very, it was really cool. Like, it's almost like a hoodie or root for Cause you start to get to know all these teams. Um, it, it, it was, it was kind of a, I'm glad I'm almost glad that we didn't go because I would have I would have not uh, been able to watch everything because it was so much fun to watch via Facebook and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Abe's car, the turbo broke off uh, at Mid Ohio, so we couldn't drive it. But maybe uh, next year. What's amazing is I haven't touched it. We've been so busy working on house stuff that it's, it's been sitting on jacks for like six weeks and I just I don't have time to do anything with it. So like, are you, you like together s- at, at a boost league, right? Uh, it's a, it's a manifold to turbo leak. So oh, okay. the, the V band flange there is really difficult to get seated. Right. And I just haven't had a time chance to do it. Just some copper really RTV, get... man. That's all you need. <laughs> just slam it in there. Baby. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, nobody, nobody uh, liked uh, that one. I'm glad you got it back together. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you got it back together at least, but it's not fixed <laughs> correctly. So good job with that. And something. Uh, none of us so, have working working track cars right now, so that's cool. Well, I don't, I don't that, even have a track actually, car. We, we spent a lot of time on the podcast talking about my stupid Jeep. Uh, in the last between the last show and now, uh, it spent like I don't know two or three weeks at the shop. Um, huh. it, it was Orgy. in. It was in for uh, what uh, timing. Uh, cover gasket, which is a 10 hour service according to Jeep. And it was in also for a new steering rack. So the the Jeep has 52,000 miles. I got a new steering rack because that was leaking. And I took it to the dealership this morning. Also under warranty was two wheel bearings, a leaking radiator and two blown shocks in the rear. So I distinctly remember Adam and I telling you to buy a seven, three tow rig and a Honda fit to daily. You yes. did. <laughs> or any uh, other when the, option. <laughs> when, when this thing is running well, which Ooh, is, awesome. some, is sometimes, yeah. uh, I'm getting like averaging 26 miles per gallon in this stupid thing. And that's Dude, it's so, it's so to good me. to drive, too. I love driving it. Uh, it's such a nice truck, but like... Man, it seems like a it seems I like mean, a grenade with when I, pulled. When I used to, we used to have one when I worked at Garrett as a, a company vehicle, and that's what we would take to Mexico all the time. And we could make it down to Mexico and back on one tank of fuel. It was like six hundred miles on one tank of fuel. Yeah, yeah. Did you I, guys ever I, say? I like you guys that. ever like scream at each other in the parking lot saying, "You boys like Mexico"? <laughs> Yeehaw! Did you ever do that? No, but I'm I'm actually going to Mexico this weekend. Uh, so <laughs> by the time this show comes out. I hopefully would have returned to Mexico safe or returned from Mexico safely. Uh, but mm-hmm. Jess and I and a couple of friends are going down to the Baja 500. Sounds so rad. So yeah, it's going to be, of- it's going to be a bunch of fun. Um, well, speaking of a bunch of fun, I should probably go put my daughter to bed cause I can hear her screaming. Oh, uh, super bunch of fun. And, uh, my voice is really hurting cause I've been fighting like the worst head cold ever. So I think I'm going to go help my wife. You guys keep talking. Otherwise uh, we're in it for like 50 minutes. So this is a show. Yeah, I think that I think that is a show. 
Yeah. Um, we should do uh, we should do more once we get to grid life. Yes, I we, de- we think definitely we should. should. We shouldn't. We shouldn't just walk around and drive drive golf, golf carts and. Uh, Ooh, you know what we could do? And not record it. We could walk around or drive golf carts around and record the whole time. Well, all all we have to do. See, we never end up recording at these big events because we make shows. We just don't record them. We just need to bring our crap with us. <laughs> I think. I think what we need to do. We just need to get a bunch of like police body cams and just wear yeah. them around the whole event. There you go. Nailed and then it. that's it. Right. Yeah. That's what we need to do. <laughs> All right. Austin solves our problems. Yeah. There you go. Chris, Chris Stewart needs to just spend the money and we're done. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if he's going to buy his body cameras <laughs> in the next four days. <laughs> All right, buddies. Well, I'll talk to you guys soon. I'm going to go, uh, uh, I'm going to go fight a four-year-old into a tiny pink bed. So nice. going to be, going to be super fun. Well, have fun with that. Yeah. Um, so you guys can, uh, after I hang up, you guys can just talk bad about me and stuff. Just That's, talk bad. You have my, you have my permission. We do, we do that even when you're on the phone. It's so easy to do. I, there's, there's so much, there's so much to, to hate. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you guys soon. I'll, uh, I'll leave you there and one, two, three, four. Bye. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We're going to cut over and get a little bit more background now on Robbie Foley from Andrew Rains with Apex Pro. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with a friend. And as always, you can find us at tracktune.com slash slipangle, and you can leave us reviews and ratings in the iTunes store. We'll see you guys in a couple days. So you're a student at Auburn University, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, and what, what do you do? So we know a little bit about um, your background, you know, racing LMP3, raced Daytona 24, got the big LMP3 race this weekend at Barber. What do you do when you're not at the track? <laughs> yeah, so I'm, as you say, a student at Auburn. I've been there for, this is my fourth year there, uh, studying mechanical engineering. Um, as the racing has got more intense, I've missed more school for sure. We just had that conversation earlier. I'm not there a lot now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, I try to lead a life away from the racetrack, trying to keep up with school and things like that. I'm in an interesting transition period now between um, am I going to switch to an online kind of a program because I am traveling so much this semester has been pretty hectic I was gone yeah. most of March more days in March away from school than I was there for sure so yeah, um, it's interesting but I mean I uh, growing up I racing was always my passion um, but it, it didn't consume my life as much until recently like I, I was very heavily involved um, in sports like football and baseball in high school until I had a really bad leg injury that kind of stopped that and that's sort of how I got back into racing so everything happens for a reason I guess but um you know for me uh I kind of had an interesting um a a very unconventional path to where I'm at in racing um so yeah I mean outside of outside of being at the track coaching and driving I'm at school full-time um you know try to lead a somewhat of a social life it's not so easy yeah. but you know I, easier said than done easier said than done for sure i mean racing is definitely my a life lot, at this point a lot of that is your social life though when you're at the track too. yeah exactly so it's uh it's it's an interesting dynamic I, I wouldn't change my scenario i don't think for the world but i i'm definitely in a unique situation that a lot of people don't understand yeah um absolutely like probably few people in the world are you know 
really dealing with. Yeah, you know? ha- have the same kind of day to day existence, which is right. is cool. I think it's you know, yeah. but it's it brings challenges as well. Right. Um, so you know, and you, and you might not have. I mean, this is not the kind of opportunity where you can put it on hold and go back. Exactly to right. So right. you know, I, school is always there. I'm, I'm never gonna. I don't think I will ever. I don't think it's a good idea to ever stop school. It would have to be a very very enticing deal of some sort or opportunity. career opportunity to, yeah. for me to not finish my degree. 